Hello, it's Jason Manford here. This is my podcast. Now, obviously, it is different to the radio show because you don't get the music and the adverts and the news and all that sort of stuff. But I want you to still feel included in some of the topics. So if a topic comes up that you think, you know what, I've got something about that, feel free to message me on Twitter or Facebook and at some point I'll get round to that message and it can even be included in the podcast next week. So do feel free to be as interactive as the listeners who bother their asses to get out of bed to listen to us on a Sunday morning. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, Steve Edge is with me this morning. Morning. Yeah, love in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Morning. Morning. Sunday, isn't it? I bet you were slagging me off this morning. Oh, you yeah, all the way in, in the car, <laughs> every road. Sorry, mate. I'm no. sorry. Sorry. We'll be there. We'll be there. We'll be reeked. We'll be reeked. Uh, hope you're all very well. Uh, drop us a text if you, uh, well, just let us know what you're up to. 8-12-15 is, uh, is the text number this morning. And um, we are, I, I, we sort of, we sometimes have a little moan, don't we, for the, for the first uh, 20 minutes of the show. But I said this morning, I'm interested in this. I'm interested in what you are what you are looking at right now, like what is, I mean, you know, keep it clean, yeah. family show, what are you looking at right now? Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, hope you're very well. It's Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. The text is 81215. Uh, I've asked the question, what are you looking at right now? It's, I mean, it's a dangerous question to ask. Yeah, it I is. I mean, any, literally anything. Yeah. Anything could happen. Um, I mean, what are you looking at right now? Uh, well, I don't want to... I can't swear, can I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My old friend. Midnight. Ah. ah. Uh, I, um, I went to see Whoopi Goldberg last night. Oh, yeah, yeah, where was it? Yeah, it was good. Went to see it at the Palladium and uh, in uh, London, Dazzling West End. And uh, it was great, yeah, it was really good. She did two shows. She did a 7.30 and a, and a 10.30, I think. Ooh, I know. On a Saturday night in London. Yeah, I know. That'd be a rough crowd. Yes, I'm sure. Yeah, for 90 quid or whatever. The tickets <laughs> yeah. were, I'm sure. <laughs> Kicking off. That was the thing, actually. That sort of made me... English people make me cringe a little bit sometimes. What do you mean? There was just a bit of, like, We love you, Whoopi! There was oh, a bit of... Oh, that's, that's sort of a bit American I know, as well, and isn't it? And I think, because she was American, like, they felt that they should do it. It was mm. like, I was, oh, I was cringing. No. But also, what annoyed me was... I mean, actually, it was a little bit of a mistake, either by her or, uh, the, ma- or, or the Palladium, but they left the lights up in the audience. Right. And I, th- I felt like it gave them, oh, this is like a free-for-all. This is our bit. Yeah, yeah. Lights are on. And they were up for the whole show. And, but, you know, and you think, what are you shouting at? Like, somebody's like, jump in, Jack Flash! What's she supposed to do with that, mate? I was in that. Yeah, yeah. what's she supposed to do with that? The colour purple! Yeah, it's like, <laughs> ghost! <laughs> Like, She's what? in Ghost, have I get that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, she, what is she supposed to do with that, mate? No, I don't know. She's got... She's come prepared. She didn't need you. She's not no. like, oh, thanks, pal. I'm glad you were here. Yeah, yeah. If you're not shouting Jumping Jack Flash, I'd have forgot my CB. I would, uh, yeah, I would have had that anecdote about <laughs> Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah. So, you know, it was lovely to just... It was one of those... It wasn't necessarily, like, proper stand-up, but it was, it was a great... Um, it's just nice to spend, you know, an hour and a half in a company, really. It was nice. Nice. And uh, it was weird because I had a friend in as well who, um, who'd worked with her, uh, a guy called Corey English who was in uh, Producers with me. Yeah. And uh, American guy. And uh, we'd, I posted on Facebook at like 10 to 8, you know, or whatever, you know, 10 minutes before the show started, 
here I am at the um, at, at, at Whoopi and, and sent a picture, and he <laughs> sent an almost identical picture. I was looking on Facebook. I turned on Facebook. I was like, I've not he's, posted that yet. Oh, it's somebody else. He's got me behind me. Where yeah. was I? And he was like three three rows. <laughs> <laughs> three rows behind me, same angle, um, and we had this slightly awkward thing where um, he was like, uh, he said, oh, "I'm going to go, and, I'm going to go see her afterwards because um, hopefully she remembers me from uh, from years ago Jumpy when we Jeff did shows together." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "All oh, right," he went, "Oh, come and come and see her as well," and I was like, "No, I'm all, I'm, I'm all right." He went, "No, you've done shows with her. I, I did the Royal Variety with her yeah. in 2009." But I mean, there's hundreds of people on that she show, must you know. Though. And um and so there was a moment where I was like, All right, yeah, okay, I'll come I'll come with you and then halfway through the show she went um she was talking about the Queen and then she went she went, I actually met the Queen. I actually met the Queen and uh, I did a show in Blackpool, the um and off stage she went, What was that show called? I'm like the Royal Variety Show? <laughs> That's like the biggest gig of my life. Not gonna What's that show called? The the Royal Com- Comedy Performance. The Royal Comedy Performance. I was like <laughs> Mate, that's like our Wembley. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's our Super Bowl. I was like, at the end of the show, he's like, are you coming back? I went, I'm going to leave it. I yeah, think. leave yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't even remember what the show's called. <laughs> I can't imagine she remembers some northern bloke doing five minutes. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is with me this morning. 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 And uh, we are talking... Well, I'll ask you for, for one thing, which is uh, what you're looking at right now is the, is the question this morning. What are you looking at right now? 8.12.15 is the uh, text. Uh, somebody said, seagulls eating chips in a Sainsbury's car park. Oh. oh lovely. That's... That must be sort of coastal, mustn't it? I'd guess so, I yeah. hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Chris is looking at baked beans. Uh, I'm looking at the map of the UK, says... Uh, Chris says like he's having a bad morning, <laughs> staring at part of his breakfast. Not even the... Unless that just is his breakfast. Just, just beans. Maybe that's why he's fuming, staring right to the beans. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is from uh, Helen. Uh, she says, I'm looking at a map of the UK. I'm a dispatch controller for a breakdown company, sat here waiting for someone's misfortune. Always at work. Always working. That? Like oh. a giant like minority report. <laughs> Yeah, just looking, <laughs> looking all the time, ready, yeah. ready to help. Uh, Gary and Darby, I'm looking at the back of a dirty lorry on the way to work on a cold, overcast morning. I like how descriptive people are being. Yeah, it's nice, very poetic. Sort of one one sentence poems. They all they? feel like oh, at the moment they're all they could all be the front of a slightly depressing album. Yeah, or yeah. Like, you know, especially the beans. Or the back of a book you would never buy. <laughs> yes, quite. <laughs> so, eight twelve fifteen on the text. What are you doing right now? Um, the other thing I was going to tell you about Whoopi Goldberg last night was, um, so, where we were sat, maybe because the lights were up or whatever, I don't know why, but we happened to be... It's, it reminded me why it's so annoying uh, when you go out to watch uh, th- live events. And it's not because of performers or venues. It's because of other people. Yeah. They're just so annoying. They ruin most things, other people. Oh, other people. I hate them. <laughs> right, so I'm sat there, right? So we're sat there. We're in the stalls. And uh, we're at the end of a row. This all seems all right. And uh, there's a... I've managed... There's a, it's fully sold out. There's a space next to me. So I've, I've got somewhere to put my coat and stuff nice. like that. I thought, I'm winning here. I'm winning. The uh, couple of people in front of us, uh, there was like a massive bloke in front of me. Like, really tall. Like, taller than you and me, like, massive. Yeah. With a big head. And I was like, oh, well, fine. She had a screen on, so I didn't even, I didn't really think about it. It's fine. And then behind me was this couple who the guy, every time she did a joke, he would, like, laugh and then repeat the end of the oh, line. that's annoying. To his missus, like. But all the way through, chat, 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 chat. 
And obviously I did the British thing of like just turning Punched around. Him in the back and, of the end. No, just turn around and oh. tutted, yeah. Just <sighs> just give it that a couple of times. Then behind him there was a woman talking so loud that I could hear her two two rows away. Oh, that's rude. There was somebody eating like a bag of popcorn or something that they brought just Russell, 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 bringing all that in. And it was just like it was relentless for an hour and a half. And so there was a couple of times where I leant forward to try and obviously I had the big fella in front of me. I leant forward to sort of uh to to, to get a better view or um just because they were being so loud, just, just like, to get your ears away yeah, from Yeah, like them. just diverted my ear in a different uh a different angle. And then about sort of an hour into the show, I got a little tap on my shoulder. And the woman behind me just went, I'm really sorry, but, um, could you keep your head still? Because I have to keep <laughs> moving mine. I was like, I'm the one getting talked to. Unbelievable. I- I'm surrounded by all these reprobates. <laughs> and you're the one getting ticked off. And I'm the one getting a telling off. It's a venue. I- oh, I'm livid. Livid. Livid is not the word. But other people, they just spoil things. A lot, a lot. When I went to watch that Rod Stewart musical, Tonight's the Night, oh, yeah. it was the sort of premiere thing, when, and, and I was I was sat behind Brian May. Couldn't oh, see a thing. Pointless. <laughs> Couldn't Absolutely see a thing. Pointless. Just a grey mist. It was like watching a show in sepia. <laughs> I went to see uh, Beautiful, the Carol King musical this oh, week yeah. as well. Any good? Um, yeah, really good. Fantastic, in fact. And uh, Sir Frank Skinner was there, uh, of course. It was nice to see him. And... Um, but there was also, what was funny was, and it's the reason I don't really go to press nights, is I always forget the sort of people who go to press nights. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, so me and Frank were there, which was obviously we're the sort of people who go to press nights. And, uh, but what was funny was I was sat right in the middle of a row, and I said to, uh, I said to my partner, I said, what, um, I said, I wonder what celebrities will be coming. I mean, it is, it's, it's not his proper press night, it's been on for three years yeah. or whatever, so. Uh, but it was Carol King's 75th birthday and all that sort of stuff. And I sat there, Sunita. Oh. Sat to my left. Oh. Ainsley Harriet to my right. Okay. Tony Christie right in front. Oh, that is nice. Yes. Nice yeah. padding. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. And there was a moment. <laughs> there was a moment where I was like, I was like laughing because of just the, the ridiculousness of this situation I was in. Where Sunita's mum, right? Sunita was with her mum. Uh, she like gave Sunita a big bag of cashew nuts, right? Well, she's got them in her handbag. Just she just in had case them. She starts it was a chatting. massive bag of cashew nuts, and she'd give her the cashew nuts. But like to open them, it was like a sticky um, like lid, and um, she was like trying to do this. You know, when someone's trying to do something because it's because it's really quiet, really slowly. It was like, click, click, yeah. Click. I was, and I felt like going, Sunita, just just pull just, it, just open it off in one, like a plaster, love, like a plaster, whip it off, and then just sat listening to Sunita munching on. Cashew nuts for <laughs> half an hour. <laughs> Other people and Sunita. <laughs> Other people, Sunita. Actually, Harriet. Was he all right? Was he well behaved? He was fine, to be honest. Yeah, he was. You know, he was. There was no uh, quite loud, didn't he? Yeah, there was no messing about. <laughs> but what, hilariously, afterwards, uh, with the, when the canapes were coming out, there was like a little drinks thing. Afterwards, there was loads of canapes. Mm. He was just like judging them all. I was like, all right, mate, have oh, a day. Come off. on, have a day. <laughs> Music matters. Have you heard this story? The National Crime Agency. I didn't mm. even know we had one of them. I, the NCA, they're called. No, no. I didn't even know that was, that a, was thing. a thing. I didn't know it was a thing. <laughs> I think. There you go. It's just, I think we just like an acronym. The NCA um, said a uh, number of holdalls were found uh, at uh, Hopton on Sea near Great Yarmouth uh, on Thursday. Uh, a small number of packages were discovered. Get this: fifty million pounds worth of cocaine. 
washed up. Just washed up on, on a beach. Norfolk beach. Like whiskey galore, isn't it? But with whiz. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. Uh, Matthew Rivers from the uh, NCA's border investigation team uh, said, <laughs> "We are now working with Border Force." These are all. These, these are all made-up superhero I mean, names. I can't <laughs> believe this is a thing. Uh, it's like when um, David Cameron was always was always having a Cobra meeting. I'm meeting with Cobra this morning. It's just that lager, isn't it? That Chinese <laughs> Do lager. Do you know what Cobra stands for? The, the no. actual. I, I'm, I'm going to get it up now because it's hilarious. Like, it sounds like it's something out of James Bond, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it sounds Cobra. Um, I'm going to just find it now. I've got to find it online. Acronym. <laughs> There we go. Right, this is the cobra, the term cobra, yeah. right? So you think, wow, what could that be? Because it's, it's all about terrorism and uh, it's all like briefings about security. Yeah, yeah it's going to be really... Cabinet Office Briefing Room A. <sighs> That's what it stands for. That's a letdown, isn't it? And, the fa- and also the fact room that it's Briefing A. Because if it had been... Bru- Wouldn't have worked. Room B, then. Any, oh, ro- any other room doesn't can't work. Can't be in B. Can't be in B, guys. I've got Except the acronym. room I. I've got the acronym. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, so £15 million pounds worth, uh, found by, uh, Dog Walker, Hobbs. Always a Dog Walker. What is it about Dog Walkers? They're always finding bodies, cocaine, whatever. <laughs> Everything. You, you had dogs. Yeah, six years. I scoured underpasses, side of canals, and I found a single thing. Did you actually walk in dodgy areas Yeah, just to try and, well, I lived in one. Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 I had no, help I had no choice. <laughs> yeah. Fifty million pounds. This is obviously a substantial seizure of Class A drugs, says Rivers. Of the is NCA he from the border. NCA? <laughs> yeah, it's from the NCA. <laughs> or the Border Force. <laughs> yes. Uh, and its loss will represent a major blow. To, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's unfortunate, that's yeah. Unfortunate, uh, <laughs> pun there from Matthew. Uh, you'd think someone at the NCA would know better. Uh, will represent a major blow to the organised criminals involved. Well, you say organised criminals, they don't sound very organised at all. No. What is a hold all? Is it just a suitcase? Yes. Yeah, and they just say a, hold haul. Yeah, yeah, it's just a... American word for a suitcase. Yes, uh, no, it was like like a, it's like, a, like, a like a backpack. No, not the backpack. The the carried what the carry one. Like if you go into five aside. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a, oh know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a, someone between a satchel and a rucksack. Like you hold. Yeah, all. all. Yeah, yeah. Because you hold all. Yeah, it, yeah, but you can't fit a lot in it. Can't fit well, all in you it. Can fif- you can fit fifty million quid's <laughs> worth of cocaine in it. Yeah, but it's too heavy to carry, isn't it? So you end up Clearly. chucking it in the sea. <laughs> what happened? Also, right, and I, like this is just my dark side. This is just the the, the I, I've never done drugs. I'm not just saying it because I'm on the radio, but I don't really know about them. I don't know that world, but. You'd be tempted to just sell them, wouldn't you? Like you'd be fifty million quid. You would know when you found them that that is worth something. Yeah. So I mean, that is a very good person, and I and I would probably do the same. I'm sure you would as well. It's but, quite a leap, though, isn't it, from finding something to becoming a, a massive drug dealer? Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I've seen all the Breaking <laughs> you know, Bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you yeah. Think, well, if he can do it, yeah, he's a science teacher, isn't he? So, I mean, there must be a couple of phone. I mean, what would what would be if, like, so let's say, like, the little devil on your shoulder goes right. We can make we can make a few quid a lot of money out of this. Right. What's your fir- what's the first thing you do? What, what do you do as just a normal person with no criminal links? What's your first link? What do you do? Facebook group. Just what you put on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> make a private one. <laughs> Facebook group. That'd be your first private thing. one with some dodgy mates. Any ideas? Yeah, you'd have to find your dodgiest mate, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think everyone's got a mate. Sure, uncle. I mean, I've got a lot of family. Who would yeah, yeah, but it's your uncle I'd go to straight to. I me. would go to my uncle as well, actually. Yeah. But he's a drugs counselor now. He, he, oh, he, yeah. no, he I counsels mean that people one. I just meant the to... one who's an idiot. Oh, which one? Gary. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> he knows everything. He's got an answer for everything. <laughs> yeah, so he would know somebody. They all would know somebody. But what would, as a regular person, without those people, what would you do? What would your first thing? You think, right, there's 50 million quid worth it. Google it. 
You would Google- I'd, I'd Google it and then I'd watch Whiskey Galore and see how they did it. Yeah. And then some- I'd find the truth somewhere but between the saving two. Grace. I'd just hand it in. Yeah, you'd Saving Grace, that film, yeah. You'd hand it in? That'd be the first thing you'd do? Yeah, you'd have to, wouldn't you? I think I'd take it home for a bit and have a proper think about it. I think whoever you rang yeah. for advice would be annoyed. Why have you rang me? Why have you brought me in on this? <laughs> Why am I your dodgiest mate? <laughs> well, I won't ring you then. <laughs> don't. You're not having Please part of, don't. Well, you're not having part of my £50 million fortune. I don't want to be in your drugs gang. Fine then. <laughs> you're not. You're out of the gang. Good, okay. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Somebody said, uh, what if, because uh, they said £50 million worth of drugs are found. Yeah. What if that's just how much they decided to hand over to the police? Oh, that's good. That's it's like clever. 200 million. Yeah. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. That's, that's a clever way out of yeah. it, isn't it? Oh, that's everything. Although when they went in, they told them loads about it. Wouldn't you, stop talking. You won't get it. Wouldn't <laughs> yeah. stop talking about it. I found loads on the beach. You I'm always walking my dog out there. <laughs> <laughs> I love walking with dogs. I've got to add two dogs. This is my third dog I've He's a paper round when I was a kid, right? And he's going to be, yeah, just going, going, going on. <laughs> you wouldn't get that, that past the border force, though. Not the border no, force. Not the NCA. They, not the end. What are they called? The NCA. Yeah, yeah, those guys. Yeah, they're across it. They're across <laughs> it. Uh, coming up, we're going to be talking about competitive families and friends, right? So, um, just I was starting to think about that. Those, uh, the moments in your life where you've played a board game and it's ended up in people not talking for two years. That's the sort of thing yeah. we're after. Okay. Uh, stick around for a bit of that. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Steve Edge is my guest this morning. Morning. And, uh, we, uh, so you're about to go back to Benidorm. Yeah, in about four weeks. And do the, uh, do the new series. So you're always busy. You're one of those actors who's just, you're not, you're non-stop. You're non-stop busy. So you won't need this. this what is this? Uh, it's a story I found in the paper. Uh, but did you know there's a serious shortage of strippers? Well, since I gave up, there has been a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of men strippers as well. Oh, uh, a company has uh, done a desperate plea for naked men. There's a chronic shortage of naked men. That's, let's put that in quotation marks, yeah. like someone said it. Chronic shortage. The situation is actually quite desperate, uh, or it is in one pocket of the country anyway. In North London, nude men are becoming increasingly hard to find. I'll tell you, that's another great little pun there. Um, so sparse... Oh, I'm just going to whiz over just, it. Yeah, just yeah, whiz over it. it. Leave it. We're better than that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We're not. So sparse are good-looking, confident and muscle-bound lads... Oh, we're out. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not lads. <sighs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why. Yeah. Lads, lads, lads. Lads, lads. Uh, that a male strippers company has launched an appeal to find some people need entertaining. Butlers with bums. I've got a bum. Um, I can bottle. <laughs> Is that what butlers do? <laughs> I think so. They bottle, don't they? Butlers with bums based in the Barnet area. Is this a joke? There's a lot of bees there. <laughs> Is this a sort of vocal warm-up for actors? That was really hard to say. <laughs> Barnet's butlers with bums. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Dodds, Dags, Dogs, Dogs. Looking to recruit attractive lads aged between 23 and 40 to meet and mingle with guests and Hindus and parties. The strippers get naked, play party games and serve drinks and canapes. I, I think Ainsley okay. loves that. Ainsley loves a canapé. Uh, think volivants and biceps. That is, I mean... Who knew that that is that was that was a problem? I don't think the volivants is important, is it? Nobody's going. I think seems that, it seems like failed. that's the food. No one's judging the food, are they? Really? Yeah. If if someone's come home and they've gone, what was your night like? And they've gone, eh, the volivants were below well, average. No, they were all right, the volivants. There was Anything naked else men happened? there. Well, didn't notice. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it just felt like they were frozen and they just rehydrated them. And... Yeah, I just also I didn't like the way they served them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why that can't they just use a plate? 
like normal people. Yeah. Uh, so that's what they're looking for. Butlers with bums, if you, sh uh, you know, maybe you just in the, think what about changing- In the area, where was in it? A, a Barnet. Barnet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, they're full up in Barking. I've got loads oh, there. they're just- Spilling out. Yeah. <laughs> Spilling. If, uh, so if you're thinking about a, sh a career change- He said to 40, I'm 44. I'm, I'm, oh, you're too I old. was, I was actually, but- I'm still well within the- you're all right. Yeah, 35, what am I, 35, 36? I don't know. I sometimes get mixed up. <laughs> I do as well know. I do. Sometimes I forget which day my birthday is on. Because my, what is it on now? 26th. Yeah. My birthday's the 26th of May. And, uh, but 26 is not like a, like a big number. Like it's, it's a, an, a memorable number. And sometimes I'm like, is it 25th? I'm like, oh no, I'm thinking of Jesus at Christmas. Yeah. I sometimes- Confusing yourself with Jesus I again. I confuse myself with Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do it. I do it quite a lot. Uh, eight twelve fifteen on the text. We're talking about competitive families uh, that gave a monopoly that turned into a fight. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning. It's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, joined by Steve Edge. Today. Morning. How morning. Are you? you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. We're in now. We're in. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking very shortly about uh, competitive moments in the family uh, when a game has gone wrong or mm. a competition's gone awry. That's what we're after this morning. So eight twelve fifteen is the text, or you can always give us a call. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen to tell us about the time when your mum went mad after a game. Monopoly. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So I got a Fitbit uh, a few weeks ago, and um, it's the, the quite. You become a bit um, born again about it. Like you become, really? a bit, yeah, you sort of like a bit preachy about it, you know, and sort of telling everyone. Does it just measure how far you've walked and? Yeah, beat? it tells you your steps. Have you got it on now. I've got it on now. Yeah. Obviously, radio's not the. I mean, I did walk here from around the corner, but I'm still on the around the corner, <laughs> one thousand six hundred <laughs> steps. But so we. But what the thing? What's great about it is that you can um, you can set up these like leagues with your friends and family who have also got Fitbits oh. to see who does the most steps. Now my family is so competitive. Mm. I sort of forgot about <laughs> that, so I joined this league. My mum has had one for ages, and um, and I joined this little league, this work week hustle. It's called. And, uh, and she, and her and my auntie, and, uh, me and my partner, we're all, uh, joining this league. So it's who's steps. walked the most, who's got the highest heart rate, what's- No, what's it's it just literally, on? who's done the most steps. Oh, okay, just steps. That's right. it. And, but of course, it, you know, so I don't exactly know how it works, but it seems to, you know, obviously as you move in, uh, yeah, you know- can it, tell it, what a step can is, tell what a movement step is. I don't know how it works, but it does, it works. And it's quite, it's, it's great, it's a fun, fun thing to do, right? try and get you healthy, that's that. So I did. Somebody put online, it was quite, it's quite a nice joke online that I saw, which said, said, it's like a Tamagotchi. Yeah. Um, but the little stupid creature you're trying to keep alive is you. Is you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was a quite a nice yeah. me meme. Um, so anyway, after day one, mum was like 30,000 steps. She walk a lot, your mum? She's not a walker, that's what got me. I was yeah. like, she suddenly walk. she doesn't even walk their dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's got an excuse to walk every day. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't. So I was like, what's going on? I thought she tied it to the cat or something. Like, is it, you know, what's happened here? Anyway, she was, then she was posted online, like, uh, just walked to I sale. Saw that, yeah. yeah, she went to walk. It was to like sort of pointed, Jason Manford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The end yeah. Of it, yeah. And I was like, this is supposed to be fun, and like she was making it really <laughs> horrible. Like after day, day three, and um, anyway, my uncle was staying at their house, and he did a little bit of spying, and oh, he good. actually posted on Facebook, and I, and I put it on my actual fan page, which I very rarely do. 
uh, with the you know family videos, and uh, it was a video of my mum on one of those like Swiss balls. Oh, like a pregnancy ball. Yeah, like a yoga ball. Yeah, yeah. One of those big uh, yoga balls, just bouncing up and down, watching Gilmore Girls on a laptop, eating a dairy milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so the bouncers were counting as yeah, steps. they were counting as steps. And she was eating a dairy milk. Well, no wonder she got to 30,000. They're 45-minute episodes. <laughs> An absolute joke. Oh, that's, well, that's competitive, though, isn't it? But her own son. No, no. I mean, I'm not in the league because I'm not competitive, but if I was, I'd win. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't believe But then I thought to myself, that's the way she's always been. Like, you know that, like, now with my, with my kids, like, every so often we play a game and... You know, I just sort of let them win, like let you know, because they're, they're seven and six, and you know, yeah. uh, four and two, and I sort of go. What's the cutoff age where you start going? I think about, du- I think double figures. I think ten. Yeah, you've got to start going. Look, life's full of losing. You're lost. Yeah, deal with it. Yeah, I don't care if you're crying. <laughs> Maybe if you get better. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there has to be a point where you go. You know, losing happens, yeah, so yeah. deal with it. You know, um, but um, but mum, mum never had that. Like from an early age, like from. Three or four, you know, you'd be like, right, race you to the, you'd be walking to school, race you to that lamppost, or sh- she'd win. Go like, for it. Yeah, she wouldn't. Full on. She'd be full Push on. Push you to the ground Spikes first. in the trainers. Like, <laughs> <laughs> take a top off. Yeah, so, she's always been very, very competitive. And a lot of family games end up in rows. Yeah. I've been, rows. I've been at a couple. Go on. Oh, right, sorry, I thought you meant hours one. No, I've been, I've been on, when I, uh, years, Jess, I used to go to, lived in, sort of down, down in the West Country. Mm. I remember going there one Christmas and they had the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire board game. I'd been going there about three weeks. Oh, yeah. First time I'd met them all. There's about sort of 12 of them in a room. Weakest Link, wasn't it? Uh, what's the, yeah, yeah, Weakest Link, Weakest Link. Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me this, yeah. And they, uh, so we are all sat there. We had a first round, I had a good round, yeah. got all the questions right. Mm. And then they went, you, who are you going to vote off? Who's the Weakest Link? Oh. Steve. Steve. Some of them didn't even know my name and just said Jesse's new fella. One of them <laughs> said Big Nose. <laughs> wow. Just, ju- just got me out. Wow. And that was my welcome to the family. Two That's weeks a tough, in. That and is I just a... sat there for four hours watching them play a game. <laughs> in cashew <nuts> like Sonata. <laughs> I um I remember playing that weakest link game and you get given a um what was the host? Anne Robinson. Yeah. Um the um the, you got an Anne Robinson mask. Oh, okay. And so if you were doing like the the host you were, it, yeah. you were the... So I got to be the host, which was great. And I remember once we were playing with my gran. So my gran must have been like eighty six at the time. And the thing they don't include in the game is that walk of shame. You know the walk of shame they do at the end of the show? Oh, yeah, yeah. When you get voted off. Yeah. And, like, the, like, everyone looks like, can't look you in the eye. Yeah, don't look them. They're dead. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and so we did that. And, uh, and my brother went out first, I think, and we made him walk to the end of the, just to, just, just to the front just door. Much, any walks, walk of shame, Yeah, isn't just it? to the kitchen to the front door and then back again. Right? Shameful. My gran went out in the third round and she was like, oh, well, what are you going to do? And we all just looked at her. She's like, what? <laughs> like, you got to do the walk, Nana. She's like, I'm 88. Like, Don't matter. If you want to play, if you want to play the game. Rules is rules, Nana. And I was just, li- as she was walking, who is the chocolate teacup in this tea party? <laughs> <laughs> so I was playing all that. It was great fun. Uh, it's 8.12.15 on the text this morning. We're playing, uh, or we're talking about uh, games that have gone wrong in your family or over-competitiveness in your uh, close circle of family and friends. Eight twelve fifteen is the text this morning. We're talking uh, being over competitive. What is the game? What game do you reckon 
creates the most amount of infighting. I've, I don't think, I, like I said, I don't think I've ever played a game Monopoly that's not only with somebody flipping the board and going, ah, forget it! <laughs> yeah, it does. That's how they end. That's how every game Monopoly ends. If it ever ends, yeah. It never ends. That's why like 12 that, somebody gets to a point. But you know what? You know people playing Monopoly wrong. Oh, here we go. No. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they are. They're playing it wrong. What, what, what are we doing wrong? Okay, right. Let's, uh... What do you do with your fi- what would you do with the fines when you when you get fined uh for you know uh, for parking fine or whatever it is what what do you do with the money put it in the in the bank right so it goes in the bank that's the that's the place it goes a lot of people don't they put it in the middle of the board what and then when you land on free parking you win that money that's a great idea it's a great idea it's not in the rules well, I, I used to not play, in the rules I tell you what I used to play black market monopoly oh, you 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 one side of the table with someone you know when you pick one up and it says you've had a car crash you lose eight oh, quid oh yeah 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 the person next to you is the only person who can see that card. So you go, oh, you've won a beauty competition. Won £70. And as you put, slide nice. it under the bottom, you just whisper in their ear, give you 20 quid, you keep quiet. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Black market. You do, oh, you can do that when, if you land on their that property. That's like cheating. That's, no, no, no. You give it a name, but it's cheating. If someone lands on their property, you can just yeah. tap them and go, listen, they're on your property, give me 20 quid. Or you can turn to the person who's landed on it and go, I will tell them you're on there because they haven't noticed. Oh. I will tell them they're on your property unless you give me twenty quid for hush money. Shh, oh right, like my- <laughs> wow, <laughs> much better game, isn't it's it? It's really harsh. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it will start more fights than than fix though. No, nah, because uh, you play it around, don't you? Well, so this is why people have been playing Monopoly wrong. And I only found this out recently because my because uh, we were playing it at Christmas and I and my kids had never played it before and. You had to read the rules. I was like, I better read the rules. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I wonder what the rules are of this, right? Or you're dead competitive. So, yeah, there's a little bit of that. Right. So we're playing Shopkins Monopoly. Right. That's the game. That's what what's, we play. What's that? Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> 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 like okay. I, I'd like to live in a world where I didn't know what uh, it was. No, as I, well. Okay, okay. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, uh, let's say um, uh, you uh, roll the dice. Yeah, right, so roll you roll the, the dice. Oh, we've got six. And what do you do? Do you go all the way around the board first before you start buying property? I think you should, but I've, I play with people who just start buying straight away. You buy start. You start straight away. Do you? Yeah, oh, none okay. of this going around the board first thing. Right, that's one. Okay. That's just a little one. Yeah, okay. This is the big one. Go on. You land on a property. Oh, I've landed on a property. Let's say you've landed on, uh, uh Park Lane. Park Lane. Yeah, yeah, fine, fine. And you, uh, do you want to buy it? Do you want to buy Park Lane? Uh, no. No, right. So you don't want to buy Park Lane. What do you do? Just leave it? Yeah, I'll just move on. Next go. I'll just move on. And what happens to Park Lane? Well, somebody else land on it, somebody else will buy <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, what's happening? Yes, let me tell you this. When God, you, you land on a property... bloke with a top hat on. When you land on a... Pro- when you land on a property in Monopoly... Yeah. And you don't... Anyone. You, any of them. If you don't want to buy it... Yeah. That property goes into an auction straight away. What? And somebody has to buy it. No. How does that work? What's it... D- 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 what you have to buy you it. Ha- somebody has to buy it at the low at the price it is, or it can go, it could for go any price. lower, or could, could go, go higher. If no one wants it, they'll just go. Well, I'll give you five just to shut you up. Exactly. <laughs> really? Uh huh. It speeds the game up, doesn't it? Doesn't it just? Yeah. Now you know why it's not supposed to last twelve hours. That's why people are getting furious and punching it across the room? That's the ru- that is that is like that's as big as the. How does no one know that? That's a, that's the most. That's a really basic, important rule. I don't know why nobody knows it. But well, now do. we now well, you do. Well, okay. Now we do. I mean, good luck trying to get that implemented in your yeah, house. Yeah, no one will believe yeah, that. whatever. My one's better. I've landed on thingy. <laughs> Give us 20 quid, I'll keep quiet. Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> Much better game. Dark. Just dark. I've, j- I've landed in Norfolk and uh, found it 50 million pounds of cocaine. Oh, nice one. <laughs> All right. I'll give you, I'll give you half. I'll give you half. <laughs> <laughs>
So 8.12.15 on the text, or even better, give us a call. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen, and tell us about the time that you you fell out. Just fell out. Maybe you're not even talking to them yet. Maybe you need me to ring them and, and, and fix it because a game of uh, the chase uh, board game went yeah. wrong. You know, mm-hmm. something, anything like that. Yeah. 8.12.15 on the text. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music... Matters. Good morning. It's I want to play a board game with her. No, she would. She'd destroy you. That sounds like the end of a map. But you ought to now just throw in the board. Right, <laughs> I'm out. Uh, Eight twelve fifteen on the text this morning. Uh, we're talking about uh, over competitive family moments in games when it's when it's just gone too far mm. in a game. Uh, Nikki uh, Brady said, uh, "When we were very young, I would race my uh, little brother, telling him to go on the count of three. I obviously started running at one, and was halfway down the garden." before he'd even set off. A little brother. That's what it says. Yeah, yeah, okay, just checking. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have won anyway. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I remember once on the way home from uh, school, my dad, so, so my, one of my brothers, Steve, is so competitive. Like, mm. I'm not that competitive, actually, but my brother, what are you doing that first No, I'm just thinking, I was just thinking. Not really, am I? Well, it was that time when we were playing football and you oh, punched me in the face. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> you always go on about that. I didn't punch you in the face. I was dismayed. Remember, nose bleed. <laughs> I didn't... Your nose bled a bit. Dismayed. And it was an accident because I was, yeah. I was gesticulating. Yeah. And I had the controller in my hand. Yeah, and elbowed me in the face. No. Fine. If that's what you... If that's, <laughs> that's how I remember it. If that's the way you want it to go. I mean, it was just a little game of pro-evolution soccer. I mean, that's just a... What, what are you like on proper game? <laughs> So we're walking home from school and my dad, for, for whatever reason, like parents do sometimes, just went, right, who can run home with their eyes closed? <laughs> <laughs> just top of the road. And uh, I think fully expecting that we would sort of, you know, keep one eye open sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we ran. My brother was the fastest. Stephen was really fast. And he took off. <laughs> off he went. And uh, we, all ran, we all ran home with our eyes closed, inverted commas, obviously looking where we were going. And uh, when we got to the door, um, me and Colin ran through the door. Stephen ran into the wall. He actually <laughs> did it with his <laughs> eyes closed. closed. Yeah. He was the one on your stag do who volunteered to be shot in the, in the derriere. Yes. At close range with a paintball gun. I know, he's a... He's, he's, I mean, that wasn't the competition anyone wanted to No, no one was competing. We it was quite a sensible tactic. <laughs> yeah. Until he, did, until he joined in. Uh, Samantha Madison says, uh, My sister smuggled her mobile phone in a bag of crisps at a pub quiz once. We had oh. to share the prizes of a gallon of beer as a goodwill gesture. <laughs> Somebody found it. It's about out. your own soul, isn't it? Yeah. It's not about cheating. That I mean, is it's che- not that's about, cheating. That's just cheating. It's a pub quiz. That's not even, I mean, I, Although some of them, you can win a lot of money, so I can see what you do. <laughs> a I occasionally go to the toilet and go, ooh, check, 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 just change it, change it, change it, change it. Uh, so we've got, uh, is it Carol? Kathy. We've got Kathy on the line. Good morning, Kathy. Morning, Jason. Morning. So where, where are you ringing in from, Kathy? I'm ringing in from Derby. Derby, lovely Derby. Uh, so mm. tell us. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't sound convinced there. The review. It's <laughs> <laughs> near things that are lovely, like the Peak District. It's all right, Derby. <laughs> uh, so tell us, uh, Kathy, what's your? Uh, you've got quite a competitive family. Um, some members of my family are competitive. I'm not very competitive at all. If you saw the shape of me, you'd know that I wasn't competitive at all. I'm <laughs> sure not. Go on. But uh, my um, years ago, when my grandparents were still alive, my um, granddad was very competitive, mm. and we had every Christmas we'd have a Boxing Day party where the whole family would turn up, and the inevitable game of Trivial Pursuit would come out. Dangerous. And 
Yeah, so we got dividing teeth. There quite a few of us with dividing teeth, but my grandma would absolutely refuse. She would refuse to go on anybody's team. No, 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 I don't want to play. I don't want to play, thank you. Oh, I see, I so, so she wasn't by herself, she just was like, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. Right, no, 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 I'm not into, I'll just watch everybody else. Oh, yeah, typical. But then, mother, yeah. But, then, but then, she would pitch in with everyone's answers, usually with the right oh. answer. Oh, I see. Which was great, <laughs> but she did everybody's except my granddad's. Oh, so she wouldn't help her. She wouldn't help she wouldn't her husband. Help her she wouldn't help her granddad, and he it used to drive him insane. I love that. Drive him absolutely insane. So much he'd sulk. He would sulk all night. He would oh, have a that's bag brilliant. On. Even like and hours he, later. Yeah, still he, in the he mood. would moan. He would moan so much, and he would sulk. And she would like, oh, I don't want to play. I told him I'm not playing. I'm not playing. And it, and so oh. there'd be a really obscure oldie movie question, and she'd get in, and she. She'd be like, oh yeah, I know that one. But then when Gwendolyn, she's like, he's like, look at him. I'm sure I'm not playing. <laughs> I love that. That's how marriages last, though. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Having them little yeah, niggly married, bits. They were thing. married for fifty odd years. Yeah. That's it because they wound yeah. each other up every day. That's yeah, what, totally. That's totally. the trick. Thanks, Kathy. Yeah. Thanks, love to see you. Fabulous. I love a bit of that. So, 81215 on the text, or give us a call. Come on and have a little chat like Cathy did. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen. Maybe it's time to grass up that memory of family who uh, maybe needs to be brought down a peg or two. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Matters. Uh, good morning, hope you're very well. 8.12.15 is the text this morning. Uh, Steve Edge is my guest, and we Hello. are talking over-competitive uh, competitive families. Uh, Victoria, uh, she says, uh, she messaged me, she said, uh, when I was little, I plotted against my mum at Monopoly. Uh, plotted. Uh, she got her best friend to join in uh, to help defeat the mum. Well, like a ringer. Just yeah, so I just... guess they both ganged up on the mum to make sure she won. In the end... It made her cry. It made her mum cry. And I felt awful for weeks after. She still brings it up now. I bet she does. Oh. Well, yeah, yeah. That scarred you for life, wasn't it? Every time you saw a little flat iron or a <laughs> dog, you start crying. <laughs> Top out. <laughs> you crying for? You know why. <laughs> Can't go to London. No, no, Too never many memories. Go to London. <laughs> Too many memories. Too many memories. <laughs> Fenchurch <laughs> Station. <laughs> uh, I've never even been to Fenchurch no, Station. I don't even know where it is. Is it a real place? Yeah. I mean, I've been to London a lot. Is it yeah. a real station? Near Liverpool Street. Oh, is yeah, it? Liverpool I'm, Street. I didn't even know that. I haven't been there either, to be honest. Liverpool Street. I wonder if you could. Uh, it'd be fun, wouldn't it? It'd be a fun sketch, actually, if somebody had a Monopoly board and they were just using it as like an A to Z. Are they, yeah, are they close to each other? You know the ones that are colour grouped? Are they, are they close to each other? I don't know. I don't actually just know. Just wandering around. Excuse me, you couldn't show me uh, where Old Ken <laughs> Road is, could you? Just <laughs> show the Monopoly board. <laughs> to Z. Uh, Jill Jones says, um, now this, this is, this is harsh, right, when a parent does this, right? My sister is over-competitive, and I'm not being horrible, she really is, but she beat me playing the board game version of uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Uh, she got to £500,000 without using any lifelines. Ooh. And I was starting to get a little annoyed. Turns out, after me throwing uh, a stooshie, she calls it, that's a new one, uh, after me throwing a stooshie, a bit of a wobbly, um, her and my dad had been cheating. He was reading the questions, and he was the sort of... Oh, uh, yeah, so you got Chris four Tarrant options, you? Yeah, and he was using his fin fingers to indicate what the answer was. <laughs> As in, like... Yeah, like, so he's, if he's holding it with his, his left hand... Yeah, two fingers the top, would be... It's, it's yeah. C or whatever. Needless to say... We've never played again. No. That's a long time to 
to, to keep it to keep it on. Yeah. I, that's fair enough, though. I agree. I don't think I'd even talk to him again. That's no, it. That's, You're that's, dead to me. That's it. That's the end of it, isn't it? Absolutely. Uh, so give us a call. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen. If you uh, fancy coming on, uh, you can also get in touch with us on Twitter at Absolute Radio uh, and all the other places. You know, you know how to do it if you if you if you're that way inclined. Uh, so stick around. Uh, later on this afternoon, Pete Donaldson is here at two with Rock and Roll Football, uh, which is a cracking show. And also, uh, there's uh, loads of great podcasts as well. I've been listening to Frank Skinner's one, which is very good as well, and as well as mine. So make sure you download that. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Ian Brown on Absolute Radio. Beatles up next. I'm here with Steve Edge. Hope you're very well. Uh, this morning, 8, 12, 15 is the text, and we're chatting about uh, the moments where the family or friends have just it's become ridiculously over-competitive. Yeah, competitive. Uh, in a game uh, or a challenge, uh, Alan Moore said, uh, there was this one time... Uh, that uh, I was playing pitch and putt with my brother and dad. Uh, for those who don't uh, know that much about the rules of golf, the idea is that the order of play uh, once off the tee is that the person furthest from the hole goes first, yeah, followed yeah, by no, the no, next yeah. furthest. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't actually play that rule. We just play. You just do all your shots, and then when you're done, I'll have a go. Yeah, on crazy golf. On, on, on crazy golf. Yeah, yeah, like that little yeah, 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 small yeah. one. Yeah, um, yeah. That's more the like through the clown's <laughs> face rather yeah, than pitch got, and putt. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, this, they're playing pitch and putt. Uh, well, I was probably about six, and my brother was eight at the time, and he made the critical error of what one might call taking my turn. Oof. I saw red. He looked at me. I looked at him with murderous rage. My dad covered his eyes as he knew it was already too late. Oh, this my God. The, the dad just give up. Oh, well. Yeah. Like Cain and Abel, see what yeah. happens. <laughs> <laughs> see what happens here. Uh, I ran, pitching wedge in hand like a lion towards my prey. My brother, like a startled gazelle, initially froze before turning to run the opposite way. He made it maybe 50 yards before making a fatal mistake, tripping on an unfilled divot. Okay. This was my moment, and I would not waste it. I buried that wedge into, the, <laughs> into his back without oh. a second thought of the consequence. Thankfully, I was only six and not 26, so I didn't have the strength to kill him outright, as I am quite sure my six-year-old bloodlust desires. I mean, that is competitive, isn't and it? And after that first blow, my dad did catch up and wrestle the wedge from my iron grip. I don't remember exactly how long I was grounded for, but I think I had a beard when I was finally released. But remember, he took my shot! Yeah, that's fair enough. Siblings, though, that's what it's about, isn't it? Siblings. Like, well, like, playing golf on a computer when you were younger. Oh, Remember that? Yeah. Every time we were out of the room, you just change their club. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> take their shot and they just go nowhere. Yes. Who changed my club? Yeah. I re yeah, I remember once uh, playing football manager with a couple of friends. We yeah. had this, like, so, of an evening, we'd finish school and we'd go around to his house and we'd play football manager just take it in turns and obviously there were certain things Is that, that when you had to sort of sort out the, your own advertising hoardings <laughs> yeah like <laughs> I'm the manager it's my job to yeah. choose the sponsors it's really detailed <laughs> I remember once the um, like so we'd all get five minutes at the beginning of the season to just like yeah. sort out the team and you know the change your players <laughs> names so you knew they were yeah make some yeah make some uh, back, back four or something that's <laughs> yeah. what we used to do <laughs> make some uh, signings and you know stuff like that and I remember we were both me and him were both going after the same player Ooh. at the time, and uh, both bidding for the same player. Anyway, it came back, and he accepted the the gig at uh, Bolt. He was Bolton, I was Grimsby, I think, something like that. Yeah. And uh, he was off to he was off to Bolton. He said, "I rejected Jason Manford's offer." 
uh, and has accepted Paul Tarpey's offer to go to play to, for Bolton Wanderers. But I had the mouse in my hand. We'd, now, bearing in mind, we played this game for nearly two years. Like, it was a long game. Yeah, it was a long season, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, two years. <laughs> two years. We were, like, in 20, you know, 20, 28 So far in the future, oh, yeah. Europe, yeah, yeah, European Cups and everything. Exactly. And because I had the mouse in my hand, I clicked reject <gasps> on his signing, yeah. <gasps> and that was the last day we ever played. <laughs> it was a game that lasted no. two years. And they both, him and my other mate, went, no! That, you've ruined the realness. No, you have. That's I know, I, I regret I, I, it. Yeah, I, can't I, I do regret it. Uh, Janine and uh, Caroline on my Facebook page actually started arguing on my Facebook oh, this, page. Yeah, same, yeah. So I've, 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 I've put it out here, I've printed it out for oh, me and you, right? I'll be, <coughs> I'll be Janine. Okay. You be Caroline. Right. right try what voices we're doing? Um, sort of comedy ones. Just yeah, do yeah. your <laughs> you voice. Uh, Janine, right, she says, um, Boxing Day, me, my sister, and all the kids played the chase board game. And because my sister, Caroline Wilson, is so competitive, we ended up arguing because she was cheating. My eight-year-old nephew ended up in tears telling us how we always have to ruin the game and how we are selfish. Uh, she's come straight in. She's straight in. Hang on a cotton-picking minute, Janine Pete Bannister. I did not cheat. Oh, here we go. There's loads of emoticons there. Loads of emoticons. Oh, loads. Oh, here we go. You did. Ask Mason. I've asked him. <laughs> <laughs> he said the question I was asked was interrupted and that we argued so much about one question, we ended the game. So, smiley face, uh, angry face, tongue out, kiss, kiss. <laughs> oh, he's eight. What does he know? This is the person who just said ask Mason. <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as he's given his opinion, yeah. he goes, ignore well, that. He's, he's ignore Forget that. Forget him. He's not a credible witness. You cheated because you gave half an answer. And when I said no, sorry, wrong, you moaned and said, well, Bradley would take half an answer. That is what happened. You quoted Bradley's rules. No, you interrupted my answer and Bradley would take part of an answer. So, whatever. Lots of hands. Lots of hands. <laughs> Lots of emojis of hands like, that's the end of that. <laughs> so, it does, it can go very, very wrong. How long ago was that? I mean, that's still going on, that feud. It sounds like they're still angry about it now. But fair play, I mean, that's, that's how, how chill we out, can get you. Still chill out, oh, I'm feeling chilled. These are sorts of, yeah. <laughs> there are places I remember. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Steve Edge is my guest this morning. Hello. The legend. Legend? I, I'd go there. Oh, would you? I would. Oh, cheers. I would. Uh, we are, well, that's what I wanted to talk, talk about, right? So I was remembering, you know, sometimes on Facebook, like, you, an old friend from years ago, like, yeah. crops up, and you get the immediate memories of him, right? So this lad from my school, right, who will remain anonymous, right, he was the guy at school who was just full, full of it. Oh. Full of it, right? Uh, right. As in, like, he would make stuff up all day long. Right, and at the oh, school, I believed it. Yeah, no, but I love those people. I know, I, I did too, and that's why I hung out with him, because I knew he was a bit of a Walter Mitty. Yeah. But I, I sort of enjoyed it. Like, I enjoyed going along for the ride. So he would, he was the sort of person who, who claimed he invented certain phrases. So, like, you know the phrase when you're at school, where someone would say something and you go, yeah, I know you are, said you are, so what am I? Remember that <laughs> yeah, phrase? Yeah, yeah, well, It's yeah. a great phrase. Yeah. There's no, there's no comeback. Yeah. What, yeah, I know no, you no, are. It's all there, isn't it? You're an idiot. I know you are. Said you are, so what am I? It's a classic. Mm. He invented that. 
Did he? He invented that phrase. The problem with that is, I'm sort of, you know, ten years older than you, yeah. and I remember that from when I was at school, so do he, did he invent it when he was about four? Well, I don't know. He, <laughs> he, I didn't know that you knew it yeah, at I've the heard. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I was, like, what, nine or yeah, ten, yeah. I was just, I, he was just like... This guy. This guy. He's what a brain. And this is like before the internet. Yeah. Like how's it? How did it even get out there? What he relied on. But <laughs> 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 he couldn't Google it. Yeah. That's the problem with your modern ones, isn't yeah. it? You just go. No, he didn't. Yeah, exactly. I've looked. I found it on uh, Urban Dictionary. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the other one that he claims, which is the biggest one, is that he claimed that he invented the 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 phrase or the the the, the bit of a phrase where you put not at the end of a positive sentence, thus rendering the sentence invalid. So, you know, oh, you, yeah, 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 yeah. you know, you're like, oh, I really like your hat. Not. not. Yeah. Isn't that like Bill and Ted's or something? <laughs> it feels very American. <laughs> yeah. Not. But he not. invented that. Now, the ones I, I, I went to school with, I remember used to have full stories. It was a lad I worked with, it was after school, I had a job mm. in a sort of little factory in, in the West Midlands. I remember, he had no memory as well, so he'd ask him what he did this weekend, he'd tell you a lie, and then tell you another one. Oh. I remember he did one, I said, what did you do this weekend? He went, this, this weekend? I went, yeah, he went, I got, I, my mate picked me up in his helicopter. Already you're oh, in, wow. are you? Already you're in. We flew to Italy, because there was an all-girl nightclub, this is what he said. <laughs> but when we got there, obviously it was all-girl nightclub, so they yeah. wouldn't let us in. Okay, so he... <laughs> he, got his pla he got his helicopter above, there was like a glass dome in the roof, <laughs> and he just put it on autopilot, left it just whizzing away there, and we climbed down a safety ladder. Wow. Cracked the dome, went in, and I got off with six girls. Wow. That is a, a big story to tell him that you got off no, with girls. No, but just to think you, that would you get... I mean... There's nowhere to park a helicopter. Yeah. In, I mean, there's lo in Wolverhampton. Well, I mean, you can't move for helicopter pads, <laughs> yes. as you know. But in Italy, I... none. And can you leave one on autopilot just buzzing away there? I'm not sure you oh, can. I don't think that works. What, like a hot air balloon? Yeah, just, just like, leave just it. On, like... No, just fall, you know, half yeah, throttle. Like leave, leave a brick on the... Just tied to something. <laughs> a brick on the accelerator. Yeah, they sure got accelerators? It. Yeah, I do love someone. I do love a... I miss those guys. I they were it. They were always I at know. school, weren't they? They're, they're sort of in a pre-internet world, though, aren't they, yeah. like you said? They're, they're a bygone era. Yeah. You know, a bygone age of, of people who just... My grand... Uh, my, well, my ex-wife's granddad, um, he said that... He once told me that he invented sat-nav about 1972. Uh, really? Mm. On, what, like a steam-driven... <laughs> no, so... I don't think he invented it. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't the notion of? The notion of sat-navs. That's what it's he did. Map, right? innit? Well, <laughs> so you this, move around. So you remember when like we don't really do them now. We just use the like. Well, I do anyway. I, I never have the the thing saying turn left at the next junction. No, I, that's I off. Yeah. I, I turn that have off. Have now. a quick glance at the route. Yeah. Don't you? Um, what he ha what he used to do was this, right? <laughs> he would, and, and he still did this when I when I knew him. Uh, he was a, a, a really top bloke, right? We. Um, he would get an A to Z, right? So, say he was planning a journey from uh, Derby to uh, Stockport. Yeah. So, that's what he was doing, right? Uh, what he'd do is get the A to Z, he'd, he'd plot his route, write it out, and then, using a dictaphone, he would record... The route. The route into the dictaphone. Right, so, right? when he gets to Buxton, turn left onto yeah. the A6. Yeah, and then what he'd do is, he would... Well, just a bit of blue tack, he'd stick it to the dashboard, and then he would play... That's kind of is, yeah, he the, has the, the, the sat -nav, so, hasn't he? So he did definitely yeah. do that. That was his thing. Yeah. So when sat -nav came out, he was like, invented this. I was like, 
I mean, it, th- this is using, like, military technology. If he'd have had <laughs> someone next to him holding up a mat and turning it left and right, <laughs> yes. spinning the book around the atlas, then that would have... Yeah. That's a... So well, he sort of did. He sort yeah, of did. did. So yeah. he's sort of less of a, you know, he's less. that's less BS than the other guy, to be fair. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. So one. we're after yours this morning. Uh, your friends, or just not even a friend, just so, that guy in school. And usually, I don't mean to be sexist here, but it's usually always a bloke. Yeah. It's always a bloke. But uh, maybe it's not. Prove me wrong. I'm happy to be. Uh, 8 12 15 on a text. Tell us uh, the, the blaggers, the, the liars, the, uh, the, the creative minds uh, of people who just make these claims, outlandish claims, uh, that you know are false, but there's a sort of slight enjoyment in going along with it. Sunday mornings, 8-11, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We're looking for the blaggers in your life this morning. Mm. Uh, those people who've, uh, I mean, I, I, I'm, tra- I, I'm trying to refrain from the actual word. Yeah, <laughs> that, no, but we all know what we mean. We all know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so this morning, uh, that's what we're talking about. Eight twelve fifteen on the text, or give us a call. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen. So uh, we, uh, well, I think my my the great the the granddad claim for the sat nav is sort of up there. I think. Yeah, that's a, a good one. I think that's quite a good one. Uh, but I really like these ones. There's come through some coming through on uh, on Facebook now as well. Uh, my sister's ex uncle. Oh, no, my sister's ex's uncle. That makes more sense. Yeah. This is from Shell. Uh, claims he invented windmills. Not even joking. Like, he, he invented actually invented windmills. windmills. Okay. Taking in mind the ex is in his 30s, which would make the uncle in his 60s. I'm no genius, but I'm pretty sure the windmills have been around longer than 60 years. Yeah, I think so. I mean, even the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang film. <laughs> yes, that's like 50 years old, yeah. It, the uh, Stephanie says, I went to college with a lad who claimed he was born in Bono's back garden, and Sting was there as well. In the garden, when in, he was in born. the garden, he, he was so ballsy with the claim that he sort of went, "All right, fine." Well, they were mates, weren't they? Were they? <laughs> it seemed like they probably were. Yeah, they weren't three wise men. I worked. This is Jamie. I worked with a guy in a fish processing factory who insisted that he slept with Annie Lennox uh, behind a wall at uh, Aberdeen's <laughs> carnival. <laughs> Well, no, that might be. He looked like Hoggle from Labyrinth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he did that. While gutting fish. Yes, I think. You know what his song is, Sweet Dreams? (laughs) I've had it. (laughs) (laughs) Chops the head of a fish. Uh, Flo says um, a young male neighbour told me he had done a 10,000 foot high scaffolding that day. 10,000? Isn't that like the moon? I don't That's, know. Hang on. I don't know. How I don't know. know. It's probably not the moon, but it's quite high. I'm sure it means... That's three miles. Yeah, it starts to get thin. <laughs> yeah. Well, well flights are like 40,000 feet, aren't they? Oh, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Crikey. That's... that. Yeah. So he's done a 10... Right, this is the, this is what I like about this story. It's, it's well-rounded. So he told her that he'd done a 10,000 foot high scaffolding that day. He also said he could type 400 words a minute. Oh, he's right? good. When I asked him to show me <laughs> how he did it, he showed up with a bandage on his wrist, saying he'd fallen off the scaffolding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. That's good, though, when it's it can... good, yeah. He merged... The... No, because the thing is, to be a good one of those liars, yes. you need to have a good memory. You do, you have People to go, What was that thing you said about scaffolding? <laughs> yes, exactly. So, I mean, he's good. He's, he's very good, very good. So, 8, 12, 15 on the text, um, but if, if they're a bit long and they're a bit, you know, you, you, you don't think uh, it does it justice, then please uh, feel free to give us a call. O double three o one two three twelve fifteen. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. He says my father invented the the ball game Kirby. Uh, you know okay. when you throw yeah, the yeah, ball. Yeah, you throw it. Yeah, totally convinced. 
That's his, that's his okay, game. Well, if he did, he did. Yeah. But how did we get that game, then? Well, he's, it was a popular game. His dad was very connected. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 8-12-15 on the text uh, for, um, just total, just total lies. Or tall tales, some mm. people have called them, which I quite like. Um, lad I worked with uh, told the judge at court he smashed the Phoenix nativity window because the snowman stuck his fingers up at him. <laughs> well, yeah. that's fair enough, innit? I mean, that would anger me. Yeah, yeah. That um, would anger me. It, would do it, to, it did it to him, he did it to other kids. <laughs> exactly. So you've got to take him out of the it, was a, it was a public service. Yeah. Uh, Leslie, um, from uh, Cardigan in Wales, she says, I was in the car with my mate, we were both 30 at the time, and she announced to me that Cher is her cousin. Cher's her cousin. Cher- just said it. I didn't say anything because she was driving. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a good reason. Yeah. Don't want to anger the driver. No. Don't want to do that. No one believes me! <laughs> Just turns off and <laughs> starts going across the grass towards the coast. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 all right, change your cousin. Whatever. Now, sometimes on the, on this, on this, um, on our texting, for whatever reason, I don't know if it's one of the uh, networks or something, but occasionally we just get the second half of a text, mm, like, yeah. or the end bit of a text, and often... <laughs> It's riveting. Sorry, while you're saying that, another one's just come up <laughs> and just... said, Dad invented surround sound. That's all that comes up. Dad obviously invented surround sound, Ian from Folkestone. <laughs> so sometimes we get full, obviously most of the time, 99% of the time we get the full text, <laughs> right? But every so often, <laughs> and I've just seen it. So we've got one here that's just coming in. All it says is, and asks if he can play in goal. It was only Peter Shilton. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we've got. We don't know the beginning of that story. No, that's the best bit, surely. So this has just happened to us just now, while that last song was playing. It came in. And, uh, all it said was, uh, <laughs> all it said was, bones sticking out saying hello. So kids, black bags are crap at parachutes. That's yeah. all I got. And I thought, I need to know more. So yeah. we rang Tony, and Tony's on the line now. Tony, please tell me the oh, story. Yeah. Hello. Hiya, mate. How you doing? I'm really well, yeah. thanks. Yeah, love the show. Thanks, Sorry, pal. I forget that is. No, it's good. <laughs> nice, finally. It's you, is it? <laughs> yeah, <Right>. yeah. <laughs> Go on then, pal. Uh, no, the story was, is, uh, I went back to my school after my summer break, and there was a, a guy, there was a few guys there that used to like water meetings. It was only lads there. Hmm. And the one guy had said on his summer holidays that uh, he'd gone to Spain with his dad. And halfway there, the plane had broke down. Well, they, they normally do, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they yeah, break yeah. to go right. down. That's so, it. luckily for him, his dad had got a black bag. So, <laughs> they managed to jump out yeah. and they floated down to safety. Oh, good news. Well, like you guys are always on holiday. Yeah. I always have one. <laughs> well, yeah, you do, don't Just you? Never always know. there. Never know, yeah. Well, lucky he had one. So, yeah. they floated down to safety. So, I thought, well, what a great one. I thought I'd try that myself. So the classroom wall was about 20, 25 foot. Wow. So, I got myself a black bag and I was standing there and I got the bottle to jump light, you know. <laughs> jumped off and the, the bag filled up with air. And I've got to be honest, at first it was great. I remember looking over the classrooms <laughs> thinking, this is wonderful. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm flying, I'm flying. Yeah, 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 you know. And I could see the lakes and that and I was floating down. Well, I felt like I was floating down. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, foot. And next minute I remember I was in Harry for day and with my ankle sticking out, my ankle bone sticking out before oh. saying hello to me. And I just thought to myself, kids, as I said in the text, that bags are crap as They certainly are, wow. <laughs> so you went off that, I mean, you must have known that that story was... Clearly bobbing, not. Bobbing, <laughs> but you actually <laughs> believed it so much that you... I was only 10. 
I mean, even <laughs> so, though, I mean, you were an idiot when you were a ten, Tony. I mean, yeah, yeah, nothing much has changed, now, Jason. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Fair play to you. Good luck. Thanks for joining in, mate. <laughs> no problem. Have a good one. Cheers bye, mate. Bye, mate. Bye. Wow, he really went for it. That's, that's when. That's when lies goes wrong, isn't that's it? That's when lies can be fires, doesn't it? That's why you shouldn't lie, guys. Yeah. Uh, uh, so eight twelve fifteen on the text. If you want to send me a full text, uh, that'd be great. Or just half a one. That a makes me sort of sweetener. That makes you go, "Ooh, what's happened here?" Need to know more. Yeah. Um, or if you want to come on air and uh, chat with us, uh, Audible three zero one two three twelve fifteen. Jason Manford, Absolute Radio, where real music matters. We're talking this morning about uh, just being an absolute. Liar. Uh, yeah. Blackguard. <laughs> blackguard. A blackguard. A blackguard. It's a good word, isn't it? Yeah. I invented that. Did I you? I invented the word blackguard, yeah. Uh, so we're, uh, that's what we're after. If anyone, you knew anyone who just made stuff up, that's what I, I love that. Uh, D. Leng says, My ten-year-old twins regularly tell me about an, the absurd lies another boy tells in school. He's allergic to pencils. It, his dad invented Spain. <laughs> just stuff like that. Yeah, yeah invented that, uh, Spain. <laughs> invented Spain. I'm a big fan of that. Um... There's one come through on the uh, text here. It says, My dad was in the Navy and told us he won the war by jumping over the side and sinking the other ships by pulling their plugs out. I mean, that's, that that's, sounds that's, reasonable. That's like a proper dad that's lie. Like a dad that, isn't joke, it? isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, but we believed him. We believed Because you forget how much idiots like kids are. It didn't occur- what, what are you looking at? No, it's just that we believed him, but the thing is, it didn't occur to us that he couldn't swim. I mean, yeah, that's not the... He wasn't even in the Navy. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> I not... assumed that bit was true. I thought, well, maybe he was in the Navy. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the flaw in that story. It is he for me. He couldn't swim. <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> even in the Navy. So if you want to come on, uh, do, do, well, please do. 0330-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-1215-123-
it, the fact he was born eight years after she died. Oh, uh, well, yes. might have been their kids, you might have been the same age. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Simon says, my mate Graham apparently invented the, sh- the chip butty. Did yeah. he? Yeah, after ordering chips and a bread roll from a chippy, he asked, uh, why don't you combine them? Some Can you put this inside this? Chip sandwich. Has anyone ever done that? Chip butty man. He doesn't even get any royalties or recognition. Nothing. Nothing. It's not even mentioned oh, on the Wikipedia. cruel sometimes, isn't it? Wikipedia page for it. <laughs> Absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, thanks for all your uh, messages this morning. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Got ten more minutes if anything uh, crops up. Uh, and uh, very shortly, before we say goodbye, we're going to uh, have a little mention of uh, Alan Simpson who uh, passed away uh, this week. So stick around for that. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, Steve Edge has been my guest this morning. Hello. Thanks very much. And, uh, it's been a bit of a sad week this week, hasn't it? We, uh, we, obviously, last year there was every single couple of days it seemed to be a, 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 a big sort huge... of high-profile pro- celebrity death, yeah. Yes, yes. And then, w- I felt this week, um, with the death of Alan Simpson from Colton and Simpson, um, that it, well, it didn't quite get the... I felt like it should have been everywhere, you know. No, they're not sort of shows that are repeated that often, are they? Yes. But I think for, for comedians and comedy writers, mm. I think, still, I think Gorton and Simpson are the daddies. They're the godfathers yeah. of everything. They're so we'll just rattle through some of the stuff they wrote. Well, it's, it's Ancock's Half Hour is what they, but they're yeah. famous for. They did other stuff before that, little yeah. sketches and stuff for, for Tommy Cooper and stuff. But they, yeah, that, Ancock's Half Hour and then Steps on and so on, and then sort of, you know, um, yeah. Alan effectively retired, I think, after that. And yeah. Steptoe and Son was watched by 28 million people. Half the country yeah, and would have been watching Steptoe and Son. And, and I think Hancock the same when he was on the radio, pubs used yeah. to empty and just people used to go and listen to it. But it's, it's just a diverse sort of comedy that's just brilliantly scripted rather than just silly voices. Like, Yes. You know, it's not that. I mean, you still got Kenneth Williams doing that, but that's why Tony <laughs> Hancock hated him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, it's fair to say that uh, they're probably the greatest comedy writing duo. I think still uh, are, yeah. In, in, in those that scripts, we've ever had. Yeah, those scripts are, are still stand up. They still up stand up, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, we, uh, well, we've got a little bit of, uh, little bit of both. The light object. Oh, look, Rotten! Here. I like that hairy paper. <laughs> that is not hairy paper, that is flock. Nice, isn't it? Yes, it's quite elegant. Albeit a trifle ostentatious. Where was you thinking of putting it? In the carsey. <laughs> oh, I see you wish to become a blood donor. I certainly do. I've been thinking about this for a long time. Something for the benefit of the country as a whole. What should it be, I thought? Become a blood donor or join the young conservatives? <laughs> anyway, as I'm not looking for a wife and I can't play table tennis, here I am. <laughs> a body full of good British blood and raring to go. Yes, quite. Well, if you'll just sit down a moment, I'll take a few particulars, Barney. Right. Uh, may I have your name? Uh, Hancock. Anthony Hancock, twice candidate for the county council elections, defeated. <laughs> Bob Hancock and Steptoe and Son. Um, I mean, you, I, I don't know them as well as you do, but you... Every time I come round to your house, didn't you recognise them clips. But every time I come round to your house, you're watching that that episode with Leonard Rossiter's. Like, yeah, the Desperate Hours is is, is you've always got Steptoe that one. from '72, and that's yeah, it's just two great actors sort of squaring off against each other as well. That's what's brilliant about that. But yeah. it's just there's something in the writing which is just sort of um, sort of eternal. Yeah, and I think yeah, the greatest I think still the greatest partnership in comedy writing, and it uh, should be marked. I think a bit mm. more. Well, hopefully we've, uh, well, I'm, I'm sure it's been done quite a bit this week, certainly on the BBC, uh, but uh, I know Paul Merton had said uh, that Alan Simpson was a comedy hero, um, 
Danny Baker said he's an absolute giant, and uh, David Williams has said that uh, Goldman and Simpsons, Hancock and Stepton Son, masterpieces. So uh, if you get, you know, if you get a spare, spare half hour this uh, this week, and you can have a little look online, certainly uh, something worth uh, having a little look through. Anyway, for. Um, for, for your kids, uh, people that have n- never even seen or heard a lot of these. I recommend uh, the radio and Cox Half Hour. Start with them. Yeah. There's just so much more scope that you can do on a radio show. Yeah, there you go. And not, not this radio show, of course. No, not this one. No, this is pretty basic. Just different time. <laughs> very, very basic. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. Thanks for coming in. Good, yeah, man. Enjoy Benidorm. Well, hope that goes well. And uh, I will be back. I'm actually off now for a fortnight with family holidays, but uh, so I'll be back uh, at the like, 6th of March. Uh, have a lovely week. <laughs> This is Absolute Radio, where real music matters.